Welcome to the Strategic Marketer Podcast, where we talk about strategies, tactics, and practical steps to help you become a more strategic marketer. I'm your host, Joseph Lewin, and today I'm speaking with Michelle Hironaka, an organic social media marketer and copywriter extraordinaire. In today's episode, we discuss how focus is the key to a successful social media strategy. Let's get started. What is the biggest mistake you see companies making in regards to their social media? I think the biggest mistake, honestly, is a lack of focus. And in that one word, you can encompass all the other little mistakes that I would, (laughs) that I would love to, to list out. But honestly, it's that, that lack of focus. If you're treating social media as just, you know, some place where content needs to be published regularly, because somebody at one point in time said you needed to be on social media, you've completely lost, lost focus. If you're not playing the long game, on social media, you've lost focus. If you don't have the right teams on social media, you've lost focus. It it really is all about the focus and and how much attention you can give it. And yeah, I, I just think too many businesses aren't focused enough on their social media strategy. They they just don't have the focus for it. So what would be a key indicator that somebody is not focusing on their social media or giving it the right attention? I hopefully will get any hate mail for this. Um, but if you are posting your articles to your LinkedIn, you are lost focus. <laughs> That's a pretty big art. If your images are showing up on Twitter and you're fine, like there's just little things on each platform. You, if you're not speaking the language of the platform, if you're not contributing to the culture of the platform, it's so obvious to anybody who is in a heartbeat. And I could I could give you a list of all the little things that it is, but um it just it, it yeah, there's there's a, there's some there's some different signs and the biggest one is if you're just not in tune with the culture of the platform, um be that how your images, how your content's showing up or what language you're using, emojis, that sort of thing. And it's really obvious and you stick out like a sore thumb. That's the biggest sign to me that you're just using this as a dumping ground for your content marketing. Yeah. If I was going to be in charge of publishing to Twitter or TikTok, you would certainly know that I was not the right person for the job (laughs) very quickly because I do not know the uh, ins and outs of those two um, platforms. I'll give you a free tip. I'm sorry. I'll give you a free tip. Do not post your blogs to TikTok. Okay, Joseph, like just let's just like say... (laughs) Okay. That one was one <laughs> okay, really that, concerning that's to a me. Good tip. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I appreciate that. Um, so on the topic of focus, one thing that I've had a challenge with at smaller companies, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, is feeling like you have to publish to all of the platforms when you have a really small team, when each of them do take a level of expertise, a level of understanding. So um, first, is there ever, I mean, should you be on all the platforms no matter what, or should you focus on specific ones first, um, depending on your audience? I guess I'll just start with that and I can ask you a follow-up. Um, well, bef- 
before I answer that, are you a dad, Joseph? Do you have any kids? Yeah. Yeah? How old are they? Three kids. Uh, Let's see. Eight, six, and almost four. Okay, so you're eight-year-old. When they get to middle school, do you want them signing up for every single extracurricular activity that is that their school offers? Absolutely not. Would that would that be healthy? <laughs> I just <had> anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Would that be healthy? Would that be helpful? Would they have any time? Would they be successful at all at any one of them? So why Definitely why not. do we approach our yeah. social media this way? I don't get it. No, I, my advice is choose I choose one. Choose one. And what it's going to do for you is just amazing. If you can win at one, and obviously there needs to be the research, your audience needs to be there. You need to make it's it's like your kid, you got to make sure that you're into it, right? If you're going to choose one, they better like it, right? At least to start. Absolutely. <laughs> but but choose one and win there. And once you've won there, and by winning, I mean like you feel confident in your audience there. You feel that if you you drop something, a new product line, a new service, whatever, they're going to respond. You're going to get feedback. You know, you've got a relationship there. You're seeing leads actively from there. If you, pardon me, if you can win with one, then your confidence is, is going to be bolstered as a team, first of all, and you're going to be confident mm-hmm. enough to expand to another, and you're going to know some ins and outs about your audience on social media. It, the language won't transfer 100% to the new platform, but you're going to know your audience a little bit better and how to identify when a quality conversation is happening. And the the other thing is, is you have an audience. Wait, quality conversation. What? <laughs> you're, <laughs> say quality conversation. That's something that most people that are doing social media have never had before on social media. Yeah, so. that's that's a whole other thing. But but once you you have that confidence, not only that, but your audience will then have the confidence in you. And if they enjoy you on, let's say LinkedIn, if they're loving your content on LinkedIn, and you're like, hey, we're testing out Instagram. Come see us on Instagram. They're a thousand percent. They're going to go see you on there. Are they going to do that often? Maybe not. But maybe enough to get you your first hundred followers or so. Maybe enough to get you that initial traffic, and then you're going to find a whole new audience on Instagram and build from there. So, I I, I think it is it's silly to the nth degree, silly being the kindest word I can use for it, um, that anybody is trying to do all the platforms at once. And I get it. I did it too. Uh, I've, I've done it for many businesses because that's just the rule of thumb as you should be on Twitter. You yeah. should be on Facebook, Facebook. Don't, don't get on Facebook. First of all, and that's <laughs> your second free tip. Um, if you're a business, don't get on, don't get on Facebook. Um, but you know, it don't spreading yourself too thin does nobody any good. It doesn't do you any good. And it definitely doesn't help your audience see you or interact with you at all. Yeah, no, that. I agree. <laughs> That's excellent. I'll have to get some other people to listen to this so that it <laughs> helps me out. <laughs> but um, no, that 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 makes a lot of sense. So when you're going to figure out your social media strategy, you know, if you're going, say you're going into a brand new business or, you know, you're freshly hired and they go, okay, take over our social media. We're on all of these accounts. Um, so go ahead and, and, you know, just do, do your thing on all of these accounts. How would you navigate the conversation to you know, first get them buy-in to only focus on what platform and then how would you figure out what platform to focus on first? How do I get them to buy into focusing on the one platform? Well, yeah. I, I guess I would ask them, have you been successful with your current strategy? Because I think that would be the biggest indicator. And and also, yeah. 
you know, there needs to be a conversation of like what success looks like. If you want, you know, if you want to continue with five likes on your tweets, but your tweets, you know, were seen by a thousand people. Great. We can keep doing that. I am more than qualified to continue that route for you. Um, if you want to actually have those quality, true quality conversations with your audience, something has to change. You cannot continue the route you're going. And if the re- the, mm. the biggest thing for me is if the resources aren't there, I, there's not enough team members, there's not enough content, there's not, um, it, it could be any, any amount, and there's not enough time, right? If social media is delegated to one person, uh, who's also running the landing page and doing the ads and all these different things that so we right. have to accommodate for time. Um, and all the other resources, and typically creating content at the same time, exactly on a smaller team. Exactly. So don't, don't let, and, and you could say, well, it's Canva. They're using Canva so they can repurpose whatever we're doing for the ads or the blog or whatever and do it real quick. Stop the nonsense. <laughs> Stop the madness. Let's pick one. And, and, and I often will pitch it also as an experiment. Like, let's try it. You're not achieving your goals right now. So pausing on a couple of platforms isn't going to kill you. So let's try it on one and see how far we can get and where you can get in 30 days by just doing that, just a, with a true engagement strategy, um, with just really focused, really dialed into the language of the platform. It, it is beyond where you can get in 30 days posting, just blasting content out across platforms. So how would you go about then figuring out what platform to focus on first? I know it'll be dependent on the business, but what what would your approach be to figuring out which platform to focus on? Yeah, I'd say um, there if there's at least a moderate size marketing team, there's one sneaky marketer on there who is winning at one of the platforms. Now I want to, I want to talk to that person, um, and see where, why, how, how is that working for them? Um, so for example, for me, when I was at an agency, uh, I was winning at LinkedIn. I just was really curious about LinkedIn and I started testing it as marketers tend to do. And so if I came to that agency and I said, Hey, let's look at your social media, let's revamp it. I would, I would go to me and there were a, a handful of other team members who were working really hard on their LinkedIn presence. And I would say, okay, I think there's something here. Look at these conversations you're having. Cause mm. I was having conversations related to the agency. Um, and so that, that would transfer really well. Uh, so I would either go to a team member who's, who's maybe doing it on their own, or I would see where is the business getting the most traction. Uh, but all of this done under the veil of where, where's your audience? What does the data say? Mm. You know, where, where can we definitively say your audience is and where they are shopping? Uh, so there is some some outside research that has to go into that, but it it me- it also means very little, and it's going to mean a lot more work if people are not already winning at it. So that's one of the reasons, like if a team member is present and if they've if they've seen some traction, that's also a good little little asterisk there. It's not just where the audience is; it's where where is their momentum already. Yeah, that makes sense. Because also, if your team doesn't have any idea how to engage on the platform or kind of the rules of the road on the platform, then how are they going to successfully implement the strategy? Exactly. Yeah, you definitely (laughs) want a native speaker. Like you can always learn, but if I'm going to go to Japan, I definitely want somebody who speaks the language if I can, right? Absolutely. 
or at least a translation guide. Something, yeah. <laughs> little, at least a book, or, yeah, <laughs> or your phone with some uh, some some way to translate it. Little Duolingo, you know, whatever we gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so switching gears here a little bit, uh, what what is a so we kind of covered what what uh, non focused social media strategy looks like, but what what does a real social media strategy look like? Ah, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's such a wondrous thing to behold. Uh, a real social media strategy, it's um, if you, okay, this kind of kills me and we can make a whole other podcast episode about this. Uh, I mean, honestly, Gary Vee's doing it pretty well. Uh, I hate to admit it, but he is. He's got varied content. He's got real conversations. He is, he is actually responding so that's, that's the part about the real conversations that people aren't understanding. They're like, well, well, my audience doesn't leave meaningful comments. It's like, because you don't comment back. There has to be an engagement strategy there. Um, and, and depending on the business, tied to that is a, a customer service strategy. Um, you, are, you are thoughtful about uh, your video content, your stories. You, so I actually made a list of this the other day on one of my LinkedIn posts. Um, I'm going to just read it off for you. An engagement strategy, a social listening strategy, and I would tie closely with that. They are not the same thing, but I would tie closely to that a research strategy, video content strategy, story strategy, and SEO strategy. Uh, and I can, I'll, I'll quickly break down all of those. Engagement, we've touched on, that's my big one that that's just the biggest, biggest, biggest missing puzzle piece for so many people. Uh, and that would, I mean, uh, just briefly, that's just going to be creating content that people actually want to engage with or? No, that's a great question. Yes, partially. You want to you be talking about interesting things, but uh, there's also an outbound engagement strategy that needs to be included. Like you, nobody's, nobody's just mm-hmm. going to see your content and think, oh, golly. How wonderful is that? I think I shall leave a comment. They don't know you. That would be like walking yeah. into a party and saying a quick fact about how we tried to, you know, import hippos in the 1910s to, you know, replace cattle meat. Cool fact. Nobody knows me. Right. <laughs> like, who are you? You came <laughs> to this party and the, you just shouted that? Who invited her, right? Weirdo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That, that is literally the same thing. It does not matter how creative your content is if you're not talking to anybody first. So there's an outbound engagement strategy there as well. You need to be going to other conversations already in place. You need to be introducing yourself. You need to be adding value there before you can expect anything, anybody to care about whatever nonsense you're going to be talking about. So engagement strategy, outbound, and then within your own content, making sure you're on top of that. Social listening, uh, those two are tied very closely together. What, how are people responding to your content? When I published that list, actually, I made that for businesses. Overwhelmingly, all of the, all of my comments were like, whoa, that's too much for me. And people were talking about their personal presence. And so what I learned from my audience that day is, oh, people are coming, people are enjoying my content, but they took this business tip for themselves. They're looking for, I see personal branding tips on social media. I should write more of that. Hmm. So there's a social um, listening element. 
and that's going to be tied closely with research. I need to do some research on like, what are some gaps? What are the tools out there? How can I highlight the tools out there? What else does my audience need to know about those things? So social listening and uh, research video content. We know that on several platforms, TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook has even kind of gone that way. Asterisks on that one. Uh, that video content is outperforming, you know, other, other types of content, other formats. LinkedIn, okay. not so much. Uh, but you should have a link. You should have a video strategy because so much video content is being consumed. Uh, even on LinkedIn. I think with LinkedIn, it's more because there's not as much video content because they do actually typically give it more reach. I've seen the opposite. It's a little, it's a little complicated because. I don't want to go into this too far, but LinkedIn doesn't use the same metrics to show for videos as it does for posts. I want to, so it's video views versus versus post. Uh, you know the how many times a post shows up in your feed. So you're not comparing apples to apples on like the two different kinds of views, which is so dumb. I'm like, come on, LinkedIn, this is a, a basic feature. But, See, and I wasn't yeah. aware of that. See, I, because all of my video content is like, eh, eh, it does. Yeah, I mean, you could get like seventy engagements on a video and have 1500 views on it but that's it says in there that it's three seconds or more and then it'll give you how long Uh, the total view time was and it's like pretty significant so people are clearly engaging with it and linkedin's clearly getting in front of more than you know it's not like all 1500 people watched long enough to you know see it but anyway that's interesting no i had no i had no idea and i'm not pulling out all the stops on my videos like i don't i still don't have captions or anything i just am doing it um, so even my video strategy is like lacking, but yeah. yeah, I just think, I think it's so important. Like it's just another, if somebody is getting text, uh, content from you all the time, that's great. And maybe they enjoy your text content, but throw a bone every once in a while, like keep it interesting. Yeah. Mix it up. Yeah. Mix it and up. It is nice to see people, how they interact and see their mannerisms and stuff too. Just kind of getting a feel for that. Yeah. So I know we could keep going on that for a while, mm-hmm. but there is one other thing I wanted to cover with you. So as people are wanting to implement a social media strategy and they're they're looking to do you know the real thing and and start pulling in a lot of the things that you're talking about um what are some practical steps that a team can take because i mean for one if they're a bigger team they could just start applying all of those things at the same time but how do you figure out after you've figured out the one channel you're going to focus on how do you start focusing on what elements of a social media strategy you're going to implement first and you know how to kind of prioritize that yeah, and I think we kind of touched on that, just the, the dialing down uh, and reevaluating what, what hasn't been working. Um, I, would, I would say getting yourself steeped in the culture of the platform. So one of the things I always recommend for anybody starting on Instagram is to go follow people they're, they're just randomly interested in. No rhyme or reason mm-hmm. other than that you find them fascinating. And if we're approaching this from a business standpoint, once you've kind of identified, okay, uh, oh, we've been posting links in our, in our posts, which take them to the article. We know that that doesn't get very good reach. Yeah. We know we don't have a video strategy. So before you go, okay, great. We're going to make video. Go, go really spend some screen time and watch somebody who you genuinely enjoy and make a list. Why do you enjoy them? What is it? Is it their voice? Is it their mannerisms? Um, how are they, how are they packaging their knowledge? Is it, is it quick five fast tips with Michelle or is it, is it more of a conversation? And 
make sure that you're incorporating that kind of approach into your content. I think once you've got a list of what you truly, truly enjoy, what you what is really deeply um, you find entertaining, then you can start as a team. You can figure out what m- maybe those those five things are, uh, and then that's when the inspiration comes. That's when I find that the light bulb starts coming on. Is oh, I love it when they they reference friends. You're like, oh, we could kind of do that in our brand voice, you know? Mm. Or um, we want to really lean into our brand voice. We've been very stock already, very formal. How do we how do we get out of that? And then you find, you know, uh, anywhere from. I personally, I follow all kinds of local mom influencers, which I love. It's so Utah. Um, but I follow <laughs> the American um, Museum of Natural History. Um, and I follow uh, this wonderful Instagram account called the Museum of Lost Memories. And um, I, I mean, I could go on. I've got such a random, I've got like a runner's coaches and different things. But the the theme throughout them is they're, how they're engaging with their audience, they all make it very personable. Mm. And that's something that I've tried to incorporate in mine. And it's not a difficult thing to do. It is simple. It is not easy necessarily. It does take the time. It seems like it's taking, the first step would be to spend time, like you're saying on the platform, that's gonna give you an idea of what other people are doing, you know, kind of how, how the platform itself works and the etiquette. And I've spent a lot of time on LinkedIn and you definitely see that. And you, like you're saying, you can definitely tell when somebody's on there who, who I mean, and I see people who have been posting every single day for like three years and nobody ever engages on their stuff and they keep doing the same thing over and over again. So the idea is look at people that you enjoy yeah. watching where it's working and start to not just pay t- not just consume what they're doing, but start to analyze it and say, why do I like this? You know, what mm-hmm. are they saying that's interesting? Why is it entertaining? And is there something that we could do on our team that's similar. And and let's change the conversation of what's working too and what's successful. Because something I always have to do uh, or I often have to do with my clients is is reframing what that success looks like. We are not going after the millions of followers, you know, accounts. I don't want you following Kylie Jenner. Like if if I am your coach on this, please don't follow any of the Kardashians or the Jenners. Like good 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 <laughs> for them. But let's go smaller. Let's actually, let's think yeah. smaller. Go somewhere local, find a fashion blogger. If that's your, if that's your taste, let's go find a fashion blogger and let's go where it's not just fire emojis. It's not just a single thumbs up emoji in the comments. Cause if you look at the Kardashians, that's a lot of what's going on. Sure. Engagement yeah. out the wazoo, but from bots and from people who aren't contributing to a conversation, if you go more local, if you niche down, there's valuable conversations going on and there's there's true purchasing power going on there. We can make an yeah. argument about Kardashian purchasing power, but I I that's a that's a big thing for me is making sure that you are following and researching and looking at those people who are truly having those conversations. Um and Yeah, and the buying power for the influencers is more if you have the buying power to afford to have them Exactly. You know, sponsor you, then maybe you can benefit from their engagement. But well, and if you join their on the smaller side. Oh, sorry about that. I got excited. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, and if you join the conversation with the it's so much easier for you to join a conversation with a smaller resource than it is, you know, a behemoth. They're never Absolutely. what are the odds they will respond to you? But you know, if you start small, that's a great way. That is literally the great way. It it's like going into an event and trying to speak first things first with the keynote speaker. 
versus maybe some people over here citing the name tags who are having a conversation yeah. about what's coming up. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, and, and we got connected from having a conversation on LinkedIn and now exactly. here we are on a podcast. And so, you know, it's that uh, social listening and jumping in and having conversations um, paying off in real life. So super fun. Um, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Michelle, for joining the podcast. I, I mean, we could literally keep going. Oh, for yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> we'll have to do this again for sure. Uh, but if, you know, if somebody's heard what you're talking about today and they go, OK, we have a little bit more on the resource side and a little bit less on the ability to actually do what you're talking about. Um, you know, where, what do you do and, and how can you help people? I come in with businesses and I, I talk about these very things and I help them outline a sustainable strategy and one that they can grow with. And I will oftentimes even get knee deep into it and help them get started with it and help them uh, redo their copy and just redo the strategy overall. Um, and then I like to get it to a point where they can then take it over again and they can work on it with their team and, and keep it in-house and, and build from there or wherever they want to take it. But they have all the tools they need to make sure it's valuable conversations, their true relationships moving forward. Awesome. And then how do people find, find out more about you? Yeah, so uh, currently my site is under construction, so coming soon, uh, but you can find me on LinkedIn. That's where all of my contact info and all the details and anything you need to know about me is, and you can follow me at hashtag social media hero. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll definitely have a link to your profile in the show notes. So yeah, thanks so much for joining today. Thank you. It's been really fun and we'll definitely have to have another conversation in the future. Absolutely. This is fun. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to The Strategic Marketer wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you could do me a personal favor and hit five stars on the rating, you don't have to leave a full review, just hit five stars. It would really help me out. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Strategic Marketer. <laughs>